Howdy. <laughs> hey, everybody. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Is it because I'm wearing a blazer? I got, I got Mr. Belding over here. <laughs> I don't know. Just like the t-shirt over a blazer looks very saved. T-shirt by the belt. over a blazer? No, wait, I'm not wearing a t-shirt over blazer. blazer. Over I'm not a weirdo. Blazer over t-shirt reminds me of like Saved by the Bell for some reason. Am what I if, off on that? What if it was just a turtleneck? You know those people that wear <laughs> turtlenecks, long sleeve turtlenecks, and then a blazer? There's still plenty of people that will throw down on that look. Yes. And you can't say anything. No. You probably shouldn't comment on people's attire anyways. Like, what are you doing? Every episode of this podcast starts with me commenting, or you commenting on someone's attire. <laughs> I was well, very he, conscious of what here's, I had on Here's today. the deal. So, again, we're in this random room in our church, and... and our building is cold. It's a cold day today here in Birmingham. <laughs> I didn't have a jacket. And rainy. My jacket's in the car. I could have gone and got a jacket. But I keep a random loose sport coat mm. in my office. You, you never, never know. You never know you when never I have know to when like. You're gonna get, get spiffy. I, I have to look the part of a non-youth minister. <laughs> uh, and so this is the only long sleeve thing I had. So, uh, it was this or it was a um, it is a Ghostbusters onesie. Both both have the merit. <laughs> so as me being youth minister, I have something that makes me go super youth minister as a Ghostbusters onesie <laughs> or a sport coat to go, no, you gotta be a little you really a little more classy. You really have upped the class factor of our podcast today. And I'm just over here just like some guy. I do have jeans on and a backwards hat. I can't see that, really. I can it, see the hat. And I got some tennis shoes on. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not over here too fancy. Come, come, you you are mid-90s gym coach right now. They wouldn't be wearing this. <laughs> the short shorts. <laughs> short shorts. I uh, hope you guys are doing great. I uh, hope you guys are listening. This is episode 18, I believe. I forget. You think I would. If you forget, then we're in big trouble. Well, we can go back and look. Not right now. <laughs> but not right now. So this is episode, I'm pretty sure it's 18 in our Advent series. We hope that uh, y'all have had a good week. In the office here, it's getting towards that, like, we had one of our um, associates just, like, walk out. <laughs> and I was like, where are you? I'm on vacation. Oh, she's like, I'm on vacation. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, that's really just, like, us in the office. Yeah, we could have we could have done this in the in the. In the little break room. We can do this wherever we want. In the copy room, in the break room. We could have done this anywhere. Copy room. You don't hear that much anymore. <laughs> well, that's where the copier is. Yes. In the folder. Have you ever used the folder? Nah. Okay. Well, Sounds dangerous. It is. Because our copier can do it now. Um, We're living in the future, folks. It's awesome. Uh, but we still have a fax machine, which I don't know how that technology works. We need to do... <laughs> We need to have one of these where somebody comes. We need R.J. Young to come in and <laughs> tell us how does fax work. It's like Mr. Rogers' episode. We're gonna, today we're going to learn. About I know how more to about how like FaceTime works. FaceTime, FaceTime works <laughs> than how a fax works. You know what? That's bonkers to me. I don't. I just don't. I don't ask these questions. How like life works? How how how? You know, you said you know how FaceTime works. I mean, I get uh, it. There's there's a camera yeah. and a camera and there's a sit. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, that's I as far as I know that there's cameras involved. Facts, you just scan something and then how do, what is it? I heard uh, this uh, interesting story on the radio yesterday. And I'm the tech guy in the office because I'm one of the youngest. <laughs> and they're like, a tech guy. And I'm like, I don't know how things work. Yeah. Just plug it up. Uh, about deep fake audio. And video, it is creepy. Um, they had Jay Z like reading uh, Hamlet, and I, I mean, you could have, I, I, I would have never guessed that that wasn't him reading it. And just how that they can basically plug even not even that much of someone's speech into these computers, well, but it analyzes know, it, and then you can make it say anything you want. But but so, my wife was listening to a podcast. This one. Our, our, our podcast but she does she does so does mine. yes I, they, they're they yeah they are Support. listeners they are very supportive they get lots of shout outs they do get lots of shout outs my uh, we'll listen to a podcast about dolly parton now again being a being a tennessee boy yeah dolly parton i think dolly Parton holds a lot of is one of the greatest humans absolutely you know absolutely and 
she can sing. She can. She can write. She can write, like music. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about like books. I was like, I've never I read bet, Dolly Parton. I, I bet she could do that too. I'm not and gonna... she got a theme park. I mean, that's the and, whole package. And you know what she does what? Uh, up in Nashville? I think we've talked about this before on this podcast. The books? The books. Yeah. She gives away like hundreds we, of thousands of books. We right? get the books because we use our in-laws address and we get Dolly Parton books. I'm reporting you to the Dolly Parton You know industry. what? I, and I think she'll be like, it's okay, sugar. You can have it. I, she I, would. I think she'd call me sugar. Anyways, she listened to a podcast. Of, uh, Is she married? Yeah, I believe so. To who? Mm. Kenny Rogers? No, but that was a thing back. Like really? They thought, but I don't, I don't think so. Um, Last Dolly Parton thing. No, 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 okay, no. I got to finish my original Dolly Parton all right, deal. You, well, mine won't be good to finish. Let me, let me interject. That. Did you know that like, my, I think her, favorite, her, her best song is that I Will Always I will, Love You. I Will Always Love You. She wrote that. Um, in like a, in, in a, like an hour, she was like, um, leaving her manager, longtime manager or something. It's it. And yes, it wasn't she, like a romantic. No, it was about her it, old manager, but she wrote it in like, no, it wasn't a manager. It was, um, what's his name? Who had a TV show. It was an old country music star that like had a TV show and took her, um, and kind of made her famous. Yeah. And she was like, I'm gonna do my own thing. Yeah, and he yeah, was yeah. upset and blah, but, blah, blah. but what you were saying, she wrote that in like. No time. Like 30 minutes or something. Yes, I don't was, think that's accurate, but, but like one of the best songs ever, and she wrote it in a couple minutes. Yes. We'll just say that. 30 seconds is how long that took. I, I mean, she probably didn't write it. She just she just got up there and sang and it. She just sang it. And you're like, well, that's good. And it was awesome. She Dolly Parton love on the show. Today. Dolly Parton said, and my wife's going to be like, I like this episode, uh, <laughs> that she was doing this voiceover thing uh-huh. where she just got done uh, um, right, I don't know, just recording her voice saying a zillion things yeah. and her voice is whatever. So her voice will always live on and they can have her like, and it was in this like database. So for generations, we will have Dolly Parton's voice. I can read and do things forever. I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. Uh, There's not many people that I want to have that, mm-hmm. but Dolly Parton is one of them. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Jolene, come on. That's a song. It's a good song. And didn't uh didn't some didn't some country music singers, some like ladies write the other version? Like recently, the past like few years wrote like the Jolene side of it. Oh. Yeah. Sounds like something the Waylon Jennies would do. I no. I feel like I've heard it. Is yeah. it the same tune? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Anyways, all right. Dolly talk. Uh, there are three things that are always going to be present on this podcast. There's going to be food chat. There's going to be music chat. A tire and, chat, apparently. Uh, hopefully, Bible chat. <laughs> hopefully, some in, Bible chat. In theory, we got some. Hey, hey, but hey, but I'll say this: we are talking about joy today. Yeah. And Dolly Parton brings us joy. She's a person that of joy. I think of when you think of joy. When I think of joy. Yeah. Absolutely. Always happy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, go down to your um, local Cracker Barrel and buy her CD. Yeah, that's where you can buy I bet CDs. Dolly Parton's got a Rocket Christmas CD. She somewhere. does. It is at it's, it's at, at the Cracker Barrel. It's at Cracker Barrel right now. Do you see on the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade that was weird this Super year? Super weird. But she did a song and it was a Cracker Barrel in the background deal because <laughs> there's, she, a, there's a partnership with that. Is she in on Cracker Barrel? No, I don't think so. Are but you in on Cracker Barrel? Are you are you an investor in Cracker Barrel? Because you talk about Cracker Barrel every episode. No, I wish. Let's I mean, get on down to your local Cracker Barrel today and have some hash brown casserole. Oh, get you an Uncle Herschel's yes. breakfast. It's awesome. Mm. That's who's favorite. on the sign is Uncle Herschel in like the rocking chair. Is That's, that a real guy? Yes, he he. They went to our church. No, in Lebanon. Yeah, you knew Uncle Herschel. I didn't know Uncle Herschel. Oh, this was pre you. This is this is this is premium, but not that far. I mean, we might have been there together. Okay, but I don't th- I don't think I knew him. And he owned like the first cracker. No, bar. he didn't. He's just some dude. Yeah, I think he's in the family. Okay. Uh, but no, I know people who like that's their family, and there you go, Herschel. Yep. I forget the name of the family that owns it. The Barrels. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys thought it was. No. Um, we'll have a whole Cracker Barrel chat another 
uh, uh, episode. I, I, I think we've said this before, but I really do think we should do an on location at a cracker barrel. At a cracker barrel. It's too loud. That's that would that would that would only enhance the experience. If you guys see us, we have these microphones that we attach to our table. We just put it on the cracker we barrel. We just table. put, and people are gonna come by and be like, "What are y'all doing?" Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> We're going to make y'all famous Yeah, a Cracker Barrel. So speaking of uh, uh, that, <laughs> of famous, um, give us a jingle. <laughs> State stats. Oh, not as high this morning. No, I, I told you I, I reached the peak. <laughs> yeah. Now it's got to come back now down. Now it's come back down. We uh, have one more state. Come on. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Ooh, Massachusetts. I almost said <laughs> almost said dirty word. That's not good. Mass. On the Bible podcast. Uh, Massachusetts. That's our 29th. I want to get 30 states. Guys, we got two more weeks to get one more state. Go park your car, listen to the podcast, Ooh. and share it with a friend. Oh, that turned from just a generic Boston accent to JFK. <laughs> that turn- in a in a in just in in a moment that that switched on me. So it's not Boston because I looked. It's a little bit northwest. That's okay. Of Boston, we went to Boston a few years ago. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been. Never. We went. Uh, my wife wants to go to Boston. Me history. and my, you know, she loves. Me and my wife, we like to do uh, every year, every two years, just a trip for the two of us. And she wanted to go to. Um, she wanted to go to Waco and do the whole Magnolia Market, Chip and Joanna deal. You know all that stuff. Flights to like Austin or, or so expensive yeah. out there. And then we looked and flights to Boston were not at all like, and it rhymes. So you're like, you want to go to Austin, but we could go to Boston. We can go there. I see your logic. So, but we, but that was been on our list. We've never been. Boston uh-huh. is an incredible city. Make sure you wear comfortable shoes. Oh, a lot of walking, a lot of walking. Uh, but it was good. Like it was that, that is a, if you've never been to Boston, go to Boston, a lot of history, my wife just was like, I want to hit cannolis. Like we basically, that's what we did. It's just like every cannoli shop, every cannoli shop. And then nearby is going to be something history related. Yeah. And so that's what we did. You did a cannoli tour and we did, you did a, a cannoli crawl. We did. A, <laughs> uh, we a hundred percent did. We got cannolis and we went outside of where Paul Revere lived and we didn't want to pay to go in. Cause like, it's just an old house. But yeah. So we sat did outside. Did you see the, uh, the old North church? Yes, absolutely. They still got like the lanterns up in the yes, thing. Yes, we went. Super cool, man. We did go inside that church yeah. and like, and they had, which is very COVID safe. Oh. They have their own like uh, booths, like uh, boxes that ah. you sit in. Ah. Like with kind of high walls. Okay. And so you have your own little set, which would have been great for kids. Yeah. For us, we really need that. Yeah. Like just put them in that cage and like, this is, we can have church right here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, this was a lot of fun. Very a lot, cool. A lot of good food. Have that. But we have uh, one more kind, or we have one more state. Twenty nine states. We need to get one more. And we've had over nine hundred. We've had nine hundred and three listeners. Wow. So, um, yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you, folks. So over nine hundred and three. We did not think. We just thought our wives listen to this and yeah. us. We thought we have four every week. Yeah. I believe a little bit more than that. So. Next week, we're going to hit on love. The big finale. Which will be Christmas Eve. And then our next one is New Year's Eve. Yes. We may bump these up and almost like we did Thanksgiving. We may put them out a day or so early. While you travel. If you travel. If you travel, you can listen to it. Um, It'll be great. So we'll have those. And then in 2021, guys, get excited. Mm. Burger challenge. Happening. We're going to be talking about the best burger. We're also talking about the Bible as well. Yeah. But the best burger in Birmingham, we're excited about that, starts soon. That's going to be your burger challenge sport coat. No. Yeah. No. It's sweatpants, baggy shirts. <laughs> big room, room to expand. 3X hoodie. I feel like we're doing uh, a reverse uh, resolution. Like, you know, most people are like, hey, I'm going to get fit. I'm going to work diet. out. So I'm going to do gonna this. I'm going to eat less burgers. We're like, we're, we are resolving to, to eat, eat all, more burgers. all the burgers in Birmingham. Yeah. We'll see how that plays out. It's going to be fine. I'm excited. It was, we, we need to start with crystals <sighs> right now. Let's pause <sighs> this and go get crystals. Let's, let's really think about that. <laughs> <laughs> we should go. We're going to take our tech arts guys 
to dinner tonight. That's a side note thing we're doing. We should just go to Crystal's. They will, they will be disappointed. They would be. Because <laughs> we told them we're taking them to a pretty fancy steakhouse, which we don't have the money for that. So we're going to a not-so-fancy steakhouse. But let's just go way down and go either Crystal's or Waffle House. Hey, no Waffle House. We should do this at a Waffle House. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's where the people are. Yeah. The real people. The peeps are at the Waffle House. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, hey, we're going to jump in. <laughs> We've been talking for half the podcast now. It's okay. Yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoy our buffoonery and babblings on. The preamble. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll call that. Uh, all right. So we're jumping into the Advent series. Uh, um, continuing on, we have done hope. Hope. We have done peace. Peace. Now we're going to hit joy. To the world. There we go. He's singing. <laughs> there it is. Um, hitting on joy. And at, at a glance, my thought was this is going to be an easy one. And I think it is. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun one. And it should be. Which joy. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, man, the Bible talks about joy a lot. Yes. Like, depending on your translation and whatnot, but about 220 times. Yep. A lot does it talk about joy, what brings joy, and you yeah. should have joy, and mm. joy in your heart, and joy because it's all over the place. Um, yep. I, I was at a meeting with our preacher. Shout out Brett Walters. Be dope. Um, and we were talking about, I, I don't know what the conversation was, but someone's asking like, what do you preach on? And, and you know, the topics and how often should you talk about certain topics and this and that. And Brett had a really smart deal. He goes, well, I like to talk about a subject as much as the Bible talks about a subject. Ooh, yeah. And in that, I feel like, I feel like we should be talking about joy more because yeah. the Bible talks about joy right. so much. Yeah. Next week is love. Mm, that's, a, <laughs> that's, that's, <in> that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a lot, but, but joy, <coughs> bless you. Is it something that is talked about at church a lot? Now it does during this time of year, mm. one, because of Advent, but two, half our uh, Christmas songs talk yeah. about joy. Right. Um, and, Christmas is a joyous right. holiday. There's lights and there's presents and it's fun and mm. it's colorful. And yeah. then when you dig down deeper into the advent yeah. of, again, building on hope and building on peace and then on joy, like the arrival of Christ should bring you joy Yeah, and it should fill you. But how often do we talk about it in a church, formal church, Sunday morning setting? of like, are you guys filled with joy? Yeah. I, I don't know outside of the December. Yeah. Do we talk a lot about that? Yeah, that's good. Um, and again, this isn't a, 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 a knock now on Brett for not, <laughs> you know, preaching on joy a bunch. Um, but yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I think, I think we, you know, just our nature is we want to uh, get some instruction and get, get some guidance um, and, and maybe we assume that, uh, that joy peace is understood joy, peace, joy, that joy <laughs> part, <laughs> that joy part of the Christian life is just assumed, but man, like the love of Christ and the story of God working in and through people is something that should like well up inside of us. And we're going to talk about that, but like. It's only in view of God's story and God's work and God's presence in your life that you can have the kind of joy that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, our, our, this joy isn't just um, lights and fun and, yeah. and hey, this is a, you know, a good time, so yeah. I'm going to be joyous in this good time. Right. It's... I think a deeper Holy Spirit joy. Mm. And we'll maybe hit on here in a little bit. But I want to read Luke 2. Luke 2? Luke 2, 10 and 11. It says, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto, uh, for, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Christ the Lord. Um, so having this joy because Christ... yeah was brought to us 
that uh, this good news, and you can do capital good news because yeah. the good news is the story of Jesus. Euangelion. Yeah, <laughs> having, <laughs> having this good news of, and I like this, of great joy that this should permeate. I don't think I said that right. Mm. <laughs> I threw that out real confident. I'm pretty sure I mispronounced the first word. Uh, strike that from the record. We're not going to cut Continue it. Continue forward. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I'm just going to go. I I almost said Massachusetts and I almost said a bad word. So it's I was fine. just mistakes. Know. Mistakes happen. Mistakes happen. Accidents happen. <laughs> uh, but Sorry. this is this is why we have this good news of right. like because of that Christ was born. And again, when we look at building on, we don't look at the joy in the advent without looking at the peace that we have right. and without looking at the hope that we have. Sure. And then it builds on to this life of joy yeah. um, that we have been rescued by God right. through Jesus. Like God rescued us in mm. our sinful nature and yeah. our broken world back then, yeah. which is why he had to come. Yeah. Jesus, uh, God tried to fix it. <laughs> God and he did, but he tried multiple times. But us dumb, dumb humans just couldn't get it right. Yeah. And he's like, "Forget this. I have the trump card. We're just gonna throw it down." And boom. Yeah. Now it is Jesus. Yeah. And because of that, and what I love about that verse, it says, "For all the people." Mm. It's this joy that it's not you have to be in a certain bloodline, mm. in a certain region, or a certain age, or right. a certain whatever. It is for all people have this free gift from Christ. Yeah. Free gift of Christ from God that we are saved. Yeah. And that any person at any time can make that decision to say, I follow him. He is Lord. And that your life is forever changed. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, it is the open invitation, you know, and I think that is, is pretty cool. We got a, a friend of ours, uh, Luke, Mastrani. Yeah, that's Luke. A, that's a last name. Uh, but uh, shared something with me a few weeks ago that I think is really cool. I'm not sure where he heard it. Um, but it's, and, I, and I've tried to incorporate this type of language into my prayer life and into my uh, way of thinking. But it's like, God, if you never did another good thing for me, oh. what you did in Jesus is enough. Is that's my source of joy. That's my source of peace. That's my source of hope. That's where love wells up in me and spills out onto others is what you did in Christ. That's enough. And we are in such, and we've talked about this, I think before, but we are in such a consumerism. What have you done for me now? Yep. Type society and deal yep. of, yeah, but what'd you do for me today? Yeah. God like, yeah, but, but then tomorrow, what are you doing? But if you were just to strip that all away and yeah. say, if nothing else good comes, yeah. the goodest thing, the greatest thing, yeah. the best good news ever and gift that we can receive of Jesus has happened. Yeah. And that should cause you to have joy mm. every single day. First Timothy 1.15, it says, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. That's it. And that sinners is everybody. Yeah. Everybody is in that boat. Yep. He came to save us. And are you filled with that joy? Yeah. And do you have that? Yeah, that's um, good. Seeing it all in his birth and his life and his death and his resurrection. And then also him coming back again to restore and redeem this hurt and broken and fallen world should make you excited. When I think about joy, I think about just being excited. Mm. Um, can you think of a time when you were a kid or even as an adult that like you were so excited for something to happen and, and, and that joy. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, we're both dads. This is the easiest example of this that I can think. And man, it's got biblical implications too. Yeah. So we'll get there in a second, but it's like waiting for, all right. So there's different, there's different phases of this too. Um, you know, when you decide that, okay, I think our family is ready ready to start having kids and uh -huh. you start going through that process and there's this waiting and then you're pregnant and you're like overflowing with joy at that point. And then you have another period of waiting and then you're in these last few days 
um, before the birth of a child. And it's just like, you're on pins and needles. You're waiting. You're like, and it can happen. And it can happen anytime. But it's this anticipation that has this, um, overwhelming, uh, sense of joy to it. And then man, we talked about this earlier today Yeah. when that child is born and you hold it in your hands, <laughs> it's, uh, it's an indescribable joy. Yeah. It's like tears of joy that you're like, I'm not crying. It's just (laughs) happening. Yeah. Like these tears aren't like I'm sitting here overthinking this and what it means to my family and life. It's like floodgates. It was like, I can't contain the joy that I have for my family and for our child. Um, and for just the whole thing. Yeah, I was going to go with Disney World. Uh, when I think about joy, I think about Disney World too, yeah. right? Or even like family vacations sure. or going to the beach going to or the beach. just something of like, oh, it's going to happen. Like, ooh, soon, yeah. soon it's yeah. going to happen. Like our four-year-old talks about it all the time. Like, hey, what do you want? So so we asked him, was it for his birthday? Or we, we, I don't know. We asked him something and said, hey, what do you want for Christmas? He's like, I want to go back to the hotel with the Lazy River. <laughs> like he, <coughs> that was his favorite thing. Like, yeah. like just the joy you see in them. Do we see people live out that joy in Christ daily? Yeah. Are you somebody listener that when people see you, do they see the, um, the, the joy of Christ living in you? Yeah. That's a good question. That's a good question. I think, you know, it's a very human thing to lack perspective on this issue. You know, it's a very human thing to um, really only be able to see the five feet in front of your face and to say, man, things are really tough right now. Um, But it's a very biblical thing to see your life on this long spectrum. So you have, you have your little spectrum of the full scope of your own life. What has God done that you can be in, joyful in about? In the past 30 years. Right. But then there's this long, long story of God loving and caring for his people um, that we're this little blip on the radar. Oh, we're, and uh, yeah. it's, it's only with that kind of perspective and approach to thinking about life that you can have the kind of joy that is unshakable by circumstances. Well, and we talked about this last week about your, your circumstantial and the circumstances that happen in your life around you that you may not have peace in those moments. Yeah. But again, praying for, um, you know, Philippians four, seven, what I talked about last week of this peace that transcends all understanding, right? Having this joy that also transcends all of our circumstances, right? That, that, Again, that doesn't mean when you give your life to Christ that it's, I'm always going to be happy because my life is going to be perfect. Right. It is having this perspective, this bigger perspective of look at what has happened. Look what I have received. And that is what brings me full joy. And I think that for, for us, you know, we pray and say, you know, hey, Holy Spirit, fill me with this peace that I need do we pray that about joy? Right. Do we say, Holy Spirit, fill me with this joy today that I can acknowledge and that I can recognize and understand and be grateful for the gifts that I have been given through Christ that brings me that joy. Um, Because again, that is a fruit of of the Spirit, of being a Christian, means that we're going to be joyous in our um, understanding of the gift of God. Yeah, that's right. And uh, that's a Bible story. I mean, you know, what we're talking about, you know, we're kind of getting to uh, the root of what we're talking about uh-huh. today. For Christians, for, for people who are in Christ and who choose to follow Jesus, joy, what we're talking about here is a chosen attitude. And that chosen attitude isn't based on happy circumstances or everything going right in your life right this second because that's how we tend to view things but it's joy based in hope for God's love 
yeah and faithfulness and and that is a, a theme that comes up over and over and over again in in the bible you know we see in the exodus story mm-hmm. that you you've been you've been redeemed from slavery and and they're in the wilderness though like they're walking around the desert not knowing where food or anything yes. they don't know where they're going but they they rejoice and they're celebrating even in these tough circumstances they're hot they're sweaty they're stanky uh and and they're rejoicing and so and then you move to the exile you know these people have been removed from their home their communities their cultures and they've been thrown into this whole other world but we see that they have joyful anticipation that they're going to be restored back to their land and then after that we've got you know these roman occupations and and oppression and all this stuff and they're joyfully anticipating a messiah someone that's going to come and redeem them from uh from their current reality and then where are we today uh, regardless of what's going on in our lives, our joy is not rooted in, well, what happened to me today? It's in our ultimate hope. It's in the resurrection. It's in eternal life. It's in new creation. Mm. So it's like if, if I'm, I'm choosing to take the past seven days as the barometer of whether I'm going to be joyful or not, that is not the biblical view. It's a forward-looking, based on the faithfulness of God, that I know he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Yes. And I have joy because of what he's going to do and what he's already done. Amen. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, but do you think, and all of the listeners here, if you have spent any moment in church, mm. you know Christians yeah. that don't show that joy. Right. And you know ones that do, right? And you can just like name them, like on don't name them, don't name them <laughs> on both on both ends of the spectrum. You can know people; they're always f- filled with joy, and I can see it, right? And are they joyous? Yeah, are they full of joy? And that and that kind of saddens me. Yeah, right. Uh, of being at church sure. when we're singing and we're glorifying God and we're praising his name for what he has done. And we sing these songs and then it's a somber, which there are times to be somber and there are times yeah. to reflect and, and, and to have this, but are, are we called to, to live a, a outward showing of our joy, not just a mental, acknowledgement of yes i have joy because i know what christ did right thank you but does that uh show right does that permeate in everything you do that that other people can see that because i would go back and say that that is a huge tool for us to use and showing people the love of God and to right. show people the greatness of God is by the joy that we have when in the middle of a, in the middle of a uh, pandemic question mark, question mark. <laughs> uh, are we still happy? Are, right. Are we still joyous? Do, mm. do people still see that? Or is it always negative? Yeah. Is it always negative in, your comments online and mm. what you say to people yeah. and well, this happened and that happened and flat tire and I'm late for work and I had to change 75 dirty diapers this morning and whatever it may be. I'm just like, ah, oh, this is hard. Yeah. Or living a joyous life. Yeah. I think, uh, discipleship is a big issue here and it's how are we discipling people into joy? right? How is that a part of our language and how are we teaching people this, this idea? I was going to have you define discipleship, which is very hard, but I think you did it with teaching people. Yeah. That's a very churchy word. Yeah. Sorry. You know, like discipleship. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, But so we think of disciple, I think a lot of people, when they hear the word discipleship, they think about, um, the process of, uh, helping someone who doesn't know Jesus to come to faith in Christ. And that's absolutely a part of it, but it doesn't stop there. 
Because what you're talking about, you're talking about people who, at least in name, would say, yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, I'm a So baptized. that process yes, has I'm already this. happened. Yes. So, but, but there's a, a process that continues on where we say, okay, now you well, said yes. Well, what does that mean for your life? How does it actually baptism play out? Baptism isn't the end goal, which, sure. you know, I tell people, it's not like, hey, we got baptized. Great. That's, that's a life-changing yeah. deal for you. But that, that's not the finish line. That's almost step one. That's, that is almost step one. Now it's... On a lifelong journey. On a lifelong journey. Now, yeah. now it is, how do we teach you in whatever capacity we can yeah. and with the Spirit and other people pouring into you, how do you live certain ways? Yeah, and in and this, are we discipling in joy? And joy's got to be a part of that. And, you know, I think, I think we've said this every week because these are all uh, really... Pollyanna, beautiful, wonderful parts of life that we're talking about. We're talking about hope and peace and joy. Yeah. We're not saying that you're not going to experience moments of grief and sadness. What? Because those are real. I mean, you know what you shared, yeah. you know, with your dad last week. Like, you, you, yeah, you were going to be sad. You're going to be hurt and disappointed by people. Um, and I think I think we have biblical examples of how you can be Read the joyful. And experience those moments of sadness and grief. I've got I've got a verse from Second Corinthians, and you know this is this is Paul, and Paul experienced some. The in my Bible, this section of scripture is called Paul's hardships. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Paul experienced some incredibly difficult circumstances. Was ultimately killed for his faith in Christ. But listen to what he says. This is in Second Corinthians six. We put no stumbling block in anyone's path, so that our ministry will not be discredited. Rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way. All right, now listen to this. In great endurance, in troubles, hardships and distress, in beatings, imprisonments and riots, in hard work, sleepless nights and hunger, in purity, understanding, patience and kindness, in the Holy Spirit and in sincere love, in truthful speech and in the power of God, with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left, through glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, genuine yet regarded as impostors, known yet regarded as unknown, dying and yet we live on, beaten and yet not killed, sorrowful, now catch this, sorrowful yet always rejoicing, poor yet making many rich, having nothing and yet possessing everything. If that is not <laughs> a picture of what life in Christ can be. It's like whatever you throw at me, he's talking about getting beat up and, and, and all these horrible things. And he says, sorrowful. Yes, I'm, I'm sad. I don't want to get beat up. <laughs> sorrowful yet always rejoicing. That's it, man. Like you're going to experience hard things in life, but it's this chosen attitude of rejoicing and joyfulness that we get to participate in because of who Christ is and his love, his death conquering love. Sorry, I got excited. There we go. Uh, and, <laughs> and we've said this a bunch. It, is, it, it might need to be a muscle that you need to work out Absolutely. to really have this. As you do with hope, as you do with peace, as you do with a lot of things, of, I don't feel that today. But how can I do daily reminders? That's why prayer, that's why reading, um, reading your Bible, that's why spending time in conversations with people to, to see God's love and right. to see those things that give you joy. Mm. If your face is stuck in on the Twitters yeah. all, the, out of there. all the time, and if you're watching news channels all the time, they make their money on being negative. Yeah, scaring it, you. Scaring you, and it draws you in, and you can always be, well, look what they're doing. Why aren't they doing that? Who? And it could be so negative that you'd be like, I, there's no reason for joy. Yeah. But are you replenishing that? Are you filling yourself up with things that remind you of the joy that we have in Christ? Yeah. And reasons um, that we can have joy. Yeah. And if you're not, if you are not a if you're not a person that is filled with joy, yeah. how are you going to fill yourself with joy? How right. are you going to do daily reminders? And, and it can be the old school way of just get a piece of paper out and write, Jesus died for me. Yeah. And put it in your car and put it in your wallet and put it on your mirror in the morning, on your desk, a little sticky note on your desk. 
Um, you know, my wife sometimes writes little notes um, and she puts it on my desk and, and I have to keep them there. Cause whenever I look at it, I'm like, Oh, well that you know, makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Do you do that with scripture? Do you do that with things of God that, yeah. that, that will recall you to say, yes, life sucks right now, Yeah. but there's something that makes it better. Yeah. And I'm going to focus on that more. Yeah. I think, uh, scripture gives us a cheat code, not a cheat code, uh, uh, uh some guidance on this you know there's there's i like cheat code whenever you said that i I immediately went to like the game genie yeah there you go the game genie where it's like oh this is gonna yeah automatically all the weapons yes it's gonna automatically make it better yeah um but you know scripture says um when that spirit of heaviness is on you um when you're feeling down our human nature our fleshly nature is to look inward and to start thinking about, man, this is, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. This is, this is really bad. And you think about yourself and your circumstances. Scripture says uh, when that spirit of heaviness is on you to put on, and I love this phrasing, the garment of praise. Mm-hmm. Stop looking at yourself and start looking at Jesus. Man, if, if you are in a rut, if you've, if you've been on Facebook too much and your uncle's political posts are getting you down, turn it off and enter into a moment of praise. And just that can be a prayer where you just tell God, don't ask him for anything. Just tell him how awesome he is and how thankful you are for everything that he's done for you. Or it can be in song, man, just sing, find, find something good and sing to God. And that spirit of heaviness will leave you. It may no. be it may be temporary and it may be something that you've got to commit yourself to doing over and over again. But if we look inward and and are and are uh, consumed with our circumstances and 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 woe is me, you're gonna stay there. You've got to look out. You've got to look at who God is the bigger picture and, and tell him, thank you. And, and I think that's a little bit of a, a scriptural cheat code there. Yeah. Get a- you out of the funk. Absolutely. And it's, you are what you eat. Oh yeah. Are you putting good stuff in to fill you up or yeah. are you putting bad stuff in to keep you down? Man, that can be innocuous too. Like you don't even know it's happening. No, like well, watching, I, I've watched, you know, Katie and I like to spend some of our time watching movies or, or shows together and there are certain shows that when you're done, your you're stories, like, I feel awful because, yeah. you know, you're watching something about like a murder or yeah. and you're like, oh, well, I just poured some some rough stuff into my soul and I feel it. You got to pour some good stuff in there. Whenever um, I love uh, uh, your wife and I share the same passion for like true crime. Yes. Murder podcast. I love it. Um <laughs> It is horrible things. Yeah. Those typically don't get me down. But yeah. there are times in my life where I'm like, I don't want to listen to this right now. Yeah. Like, you can I, feel it. I'm not in a place where I want to hear about another husband murdering a wife. <laughs> or, yeah, or all those things where it's like, I'm just not down for that right now. But there's some times where it's like, hey, it's just a cool story on how yeah. they found somebody, blah, blah, blah. We can't, um, at our house, the only times that we get to watch TV, the wife and I, is when all the kids go to bed. Same here. So it's not till eight, nine o'clock. It's like right before we go to bed. Hey, let's watch a show or two um, about that. And so I, I will typically, we'll, we'll try to watch a comedy. Yeah. But there's sometimes where I'm like, Ooh, I want to watch this show about this murder or this documentary. And my wife's like, I can't do it. And if she does immediately afterwards, She's like, I gotta watch puppies. You gotta, wipe I gotta, the slate clean. I gotta watch something that's yeah. fun. I gotta let's just find something that just puts me in a better mood. And so yeah. you may not know it, and you know we can get on a whole deal about technology, but like how much hours and and minutes are being shown to us where we don't even know it on like scrolling on, yeah. Google to find whatever and the sidebar and it could be like, Oh, it's negative. Oh, that's bad. And this is that, um, you know, you can go through that, but having, um, intentional ways to fill yourself with joy. And that may be 
doing a pause button yeah. on social medias or maybe just in your day of setting your alarm saying, yeah. I'm, I'm going to praise God for the next minute yeah. and not ask him for anything. I love that idea. I think of Romans uh, 15, you usually bring out Romans. You got it today. I asked you, I said, I said, hey, I said, hey, you got a, a verse in Romans? Said, I mean, I, I could dig something up. I don't. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Romans 15, 13 says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Now, I like this verse because it hits. Coming together. It hits the joy and the, and the hope and the peace. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him mm. so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I think this is something that we don't hit on a bunch, but do you have that Holy Spirit joy yeah. of asking the Spirit, fill me with joy right now. Yeah, Let me have this. I'm in a funk. I'm in a mood. I'm in a deal. And we've all been there. And just say, I need joy. Yeah. Um, and find it. Yeah. And when I think of joy, when I think of sometimes the two uh, spectrums, I think about VBS. Huh. Right? Like, tell the people what that is in case they're. Oh, not. <laughs> Vacation Bible School. Most of you uh, probably know about VBS. Um, if you're in the South, uh, starting at about what may or june you will see banners on yeah. every corner saying this is our week of ebs and around here they're all the same thing yeah. it's everybody all, buys it from the same company. we all buy it from the same company so it's uh the same uh space theme vbs this year whatever it may be yeah but um if your church does vbs ours was all virtual this past year but if your church does vbs and you want to see what joy is volunteer yeah volunteer at vbs because it is so much fun and seeing the kids dancing and singing and jumping around and hearing these stories and um and then even seeing the adults which crazy to me is that you see these adults jumping around and spinning around and dressing up and acting a fool and you're like this is so this is awesome and then you come to church Sunday morning. Like, what, what, what happened to you? And it's like, where did all this joy go? <laughs> like our Sunday morning should be full of that joy. Just yeah. like vacation Bible school is where we sing these songs about Jesus and we learn and we have fun and, and, and we try to get kids excited about look at God and let me teach you about this. We seem to get old and be like, no, I just want to learn. I don't want to be silly. I don't, I don't want to, I, I, I don't people to see me yeah. raise my hand. I don't see, yeah. see me clap. I don't want to show emotion yeah. that I am happy and I'm excited. And sometimes if people are that people around them are like, what's wrong with that guy? Yeah. What is she doing? It's like, they're just happy. They're yeah. full of the spirit. Yeah. Um, that needs to be the norm. That needs to be the norm. Yeah. Seeing somebody looking sad and just that old curmudgeon mm. just like womp womp like <laughs> i'm here at church okay why is why do we sing this song yeah. why is this taking so long why are we here you maybe get up and shake somebody's hand i don't want to do that mm. that that should be the oddball right being like what's wrong with them yeah we need to get them are you okay joy are you okay because yeah. we it should be exciting yeah um and that is, that's our, uh, um, our, our 2020 burger challenge, our, or 2021, our 2021 challenge for all of us is be, uh, joyful at worship. Yes. Let your kids see that. Mm. And again, we talk about discipleship. Yeah. If you want your kids to be full of joy, they need to see you being filled with joy and yep. they can see it on you. Like, man, dad's excited to go to church yeah. and not screaming in the car. Cause you got to get 30 kids of church and if you have 30 kids uh if you have to get all this and you have to and then you get here and it's oh someone's in my seat yeah so find a new seat <laughs> just be happy we got a seat yeah be happy we got a place to go to and if you're at home and you're not going to church right now because of the pandemic <laughs> and every time and the covid uh be joyful at home yeah uh, let your kids see that. Let yeah. other people see that. They need to see that. 
I, it's vital that they see that, mm. that they see you being excited about Christ and be excited about what he has done in your life. Yep. In there. Um, man. It's good stuff. I mean, Advent, you know, it's all, it's all kind of coming together, excited to uh, sort of land this plane next week with the big finale, the defining word of our life in Christ, and that's love. Yes. You know, uh, this is, this, I love how they all stack together really cool yeah it's really neat um we hope that you guys have enjoyed this again we've enjoyed it we have joy what we have joy i have joy every week we get to do this i think next week we're gonna have to record like five of these it's gonna be great yeah we're gonna record we're gonna we're gonna put some in the bank um we're gonna record a bunch just because get out ahead holiday schedules and there's bound to be a time where we can't meet on a wednesday or a tuesday and get to you know do this uh, so we're excited about that. Again, if you want us to talk about something, hit us Send up. Send us our first email. Send us our first email. You can look in our a bio or in our description. We have our Instagram and our Twitter and our Gmail. Hit us up. Hey, I'd like for you to hit on this topic. Talk about this next year. Um, or have any questions about us. Um, next year, we're going to get into some of our stories. Sure. Um, do a little deep dive into Chris and Peach and know a little bit more about us. How many have we done? 18? It was 18. So this is, if you're still hanging in there, you yes. get the good stuff. <laughs> you're you're going to get to learn more about us. Uh, we're excited to do those and what 2021 holds. This has been a uh, blessing yeah. for me. Um, I was saying maybe in the next few weeks we can do a year-end review, but we've only had 18 of these. Yeah. But maybe we could quarter year in (laughs) could do a little that. But again, rate, review, subscribe, share, smash that subscribe button. That's (laughs) the only thing I'll bring to the wrap up here. Smash it, get it. Um, Yeah, well, hope y'all have a great day. Be safe if you're traveling, and we will holler at y'all next week. Bye, friend. Be joyful. Be joyful. Peace out.